Good morning, everyone. Um, we're going to start off with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We thank you for another day. We ask you to watch over us. We ask you to help us to partake this word in and um, to be able to understand what you have to say to us today. Help us to understand it and not get offended, but to actually take this and, and learn from what you want to say to us today. And Father God, we just bless the people that are reading it and people that are hearing it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh, verses 2 Corinthians, Chronicles 33 and 13. And when he prayed to him, the Lord was moved by his entreaty and listened to his plea. So he brought him back to Jerusalem to his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that the Lord is God. Topic, listening to the warning. Affirmation. I'm going to say it. And I'm going to pause for you to say it behind me. I am, I am a loving being. I am faithful. I am obedient. My mind is on God. Manasseh was placed as king at the age of 12. He did everything but was right. Like all children or people, he did what he wanted. And a lot of times God will show us what we are doing before destruction or before the punishment comes. It's up to us to heed his warning or to do what we need or what he wants. Verse 2. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the detestable practices of the nation the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. See, Manasseh did whatever practice he wanted. He didn't seek God. He even went out of his way to practice idol worship that God had driven out. He didn't do what his fathers did. His father did, which was Hezekiah. Sometimes parents can show their kids the way and they would do the complete opposite. It doesn't make them bad parents, but the Bible says start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they would not turn from it. Verse six, he sacrificed his children in the fire of the valley of Ben-Hanan, practiced div divination and witchcraft, saw omens and consulted mediums and specialists, spiritists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, arousing his anger. Manasseh went as far as sacrificing his children. Sometimes we can go as far away from God that we do by doing things we shouldn't because we are so content in our sin. We are so content in the feel-good moments, and we get lost on how terrible our sin is. It doesn't matter what sin it is. Still, sin is sin, and it causes a divide between God and us. Verse 9, but Manasseh led Judah and the people of Jerusalem astray, so they did more evil than the nation of the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. Manasseh didn't just lead himself down the road, road of destruction. He led the people of Judah away as well. That's why we as Christians or followers of Christ must be careful how we conduct ourselves because we never know who is watching. Could follow our actions or something we didn't realize could affect them or how they react to, to our simple disobedience. We as image bearers must definitely watch what we do because somehow what we feel is right could be wrong. But do you see what Manasseh is doing? He's ignoring everything that's wrong. He, he, he's ignoring everything he knows is the truth to follow his way. Verse 10, the Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they paid no attention. See, the Lord didn't have to tell Manasseh he was wrong. He didn't have to take time to, to, to speak to Manasseh, but he took the time and spoke to him. How many times have God warned us of something we have ignored him when we get into sin and we allow it in? And it causes it to be weakened. It causes it to be acceptable to other sins. With, and with every with everything Manasseh did, God didn't have to warn him. But because God, just like him, God warns us. He speaks with us, but it's up to us to heed the warning. The warning can come by a word, a feeling. It can come through his word, visions, a, a feeling. 
It can come through anything. It can come audible. It, it can come in many ways. But do you hear him? Do you hear him speaking? The Holy Spirit is warning the people of God. He's speaking to us because we are accepting everything the enemy wants in our lives. He's he's speaking to us about not using our authority to speak against the spirits that are coming against us. We must start walking in our authority now. Not wait until something is wrong. Not, not waiting until we feel like it. But every day we must walk in the authority of God. Verse 12 through 13. In this distress, he sought the favor of the Lord, his, his God, and humbled himself greatly before God of his ancestors. And when he prayed to him, the Lord was moved by his entreaty and listened to his plea. So he brought him back to Jerusalem, to his kingdom, and then Manasseh knew that the Lord is God. God heard him, and Manasseh humbled himself. He called out to God, and that's what it is, friends. We must humble ourselves and admit that we are wrong, admit that we need him, and admit we should have, li we should have listened. But some of us give excuses. No, we can't give any excuses why we did these things. We must admit we did it and turn away. But when we speak to God, he hears us. Are you speaking with God so that he can hear you? Have you humbly turned your life from your sins or from things he told you not to do? Or sins might, or the sins that you find that are small that he's saying to turn away from. But God is saying no. He means no. He says stop. He means stop. Don't be like Manasseh and stay in your sins. Turn away now. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything. We we ask you to, to be with us. We ask you to humble us and hear our cry to you, Lord. Please continue to speak to us. So we may change the way we handle everything. Lord, give us strength so we so we can endure. We are sorry for anything we've done wrong. We ask you right now to change us. Lord, we don't want to, to continue to, to in this life of sin. We want you. We desire you. We want to walk with you. We want to walk in the authority. Please help us to walk in you. Lord, continue to give us your peace and, and love. We thank you for working out situations and removing sin from us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Reference, Psalms 86 and 5. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Hebrews 8 and 11. And they shall not teach each one his neighbor and each one his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall know me from the least of them to the greatest. Hebrews 8 and 11. John 17 and 3. And this is, is eternal life that they know the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Further reading, 2 Kings 23, 31 through 25 and 30, Acts 22, 17 through 23 and 10, Psalms 2, 1 through 12, Proverbs 18 and 13. So are we listening to the warnings of God? A lot of times we... We ignore him because we feel like maybe he's not telling me this. Maybe this is just a bad feeling or maybe this is just going wrong. And maybe everything's going wrong because he has placed stumbling blocks before us to tell us, hey, I'm, I'm telling you no, because you're not listening to me. So I'm going to place these in front of you. But some of us will run over those stumbling blocks. We will stumble and we will still crawl over those stumbling blocks. It can be... Uh, a mountain ahead of us, we will still crawl and climb over that mountain. Even though we know it's tough, we still do it because we're not looking at what is going on. Some of us have become so spiritually blind that we don't look at what God has placed before us and we won't turn around. 
because we're so focused on what we want to do. Many times, God will give us things before he throws a stumbling block at us. He will give someone a word to give to you, or he'll have you read a story, or he will probably even tell you audibly. But we have to get to the place where we are hearing him. But are you at that place in your relationship with God where you can hear him when he speaks? That's another thing. We have to be at the place in our relationship to say, I can hear him when he speaks. I know when he's speaking to me and I know when he's telling me no. I remember one time I got ready to do something and I know I was out of line and I heard him like a thunder in my, my head. No, just like that, really loud. And I literally shook and I stopped. Whatever I was doing, I stopped and I looked and I, I was like, okay. And I heard him tell me stop before I got to that point. But because I was so focused on getting my point across, we all know how we are. I want to get my point across. I want to say what I have to say. No. And I can hear God tell me, I can hear the Holy Spirit say, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. No, turn around. No, don't say that. No. And when he gets to a point where he feels like I'm about to just go down the road that I shouldn't, I hear him very loudly. No. I said, no. And I always shake because the no that he says is very breathtaking. And a lot of times, and it hasn't happened that much. I could say maybe, if I'm being transparent, maybe three times. And within those three times, that last time, I don't think I'm going to get another time where he does that. You get what I'm saying? God gives us our free will. And when we deny him the right to speak to us and for us to pay attention to him, he steps back. He doesn't leave. He just steps back. He's like, okay, you're going to do what you want to do. So a lot of times we must pay attention to that voice. And yes, it's hard to do when we want to do what we want to do. But Manasseh was burning children. He was seeking omens. He was speaking to the spiritualists and mediums. He was doing everything he can against God. And I feel like maybe he had a personal vendetta that he wanted to just take out. And he wanted just to be the rebellious one, maybe. Or maybe he was just following what he felt that he needed to do. It, it, it doesn't say but however this guy was going in his life or this child was going in his life, he was going down the wrong road and he didn't care. And God tried to warn him. He's like, okay, I need you to stop. I need you to understand you're going down this road and you need to stop. And he didn't listen. If you have time, go read that chapter and you will see that he did so much before God got to him to tell him, hey, you need to stop. And he still gave him time to straighten it out before Destruction came, but he did not listen. God even still give us leniency, even when we turn our back and say, I don't want nothing to do with you. I want to have my own way. I remember when I was in the world and um, a lot of times I thought I was happy after looking back on it. I was very miserable, but I kept thinking that if I got the right person, I got enough money, I lived the right place, that I would be just fine. And I was still miserable. And God was even warning me then, turn around. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want to be a prophet. I don't want to be a teacher. He's like, just turn around. You'll be fine. You're going to do this regardless. And I'm like, no, I'm not laughing at what happened. I'm laughing because I was so disobedient, so headstrong. That I wasted all those years and I still had to turn back around. People don't understand. Everything goes back full circle back to God. Because at the end of the day, and after whatever you go after, you're not going to be happy. 
You're not. The children he burned, the mediums he sold, it didn't land him in a happy place. Even look at David. David went after the woman with his eyes. He, he had intimacy with her. He killed her husband. He didn't kill him physically, but he planned it. He, he did everything. He orchestrated everything for everything to go his way. And he still didn't wind up with happiness. He still wind up with sadness. His son died. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Like it, it, it doesn't pay to still go down the road of not leaning on God and not listening to his will. Because our plans won't never fall through, especially if they're not the plans of God. So I'm telling you now, the biggest tip I can give anyone that's just starting or anyone that's struggling, anyone that's going down a road to thinking that they can get God to do what they want, you cannot. I remember I was dating someone so bad. I wanted them so bad to stay. And I said, God, I'd do anything if you just make them, let them stay with me, please. I was so desperate. I, <laughs> I was desperate. And it still didn't fall through. And I was so upset. I was so upset. Because I was trying to make God do what I wanted. And I didn't understand at that time. I wasn't saved. I was I was in the world. I didn't understand at the time. I can't make God do anything. Who was I to think such a thing? And a lot of times we don't say it with our words, but we do it with our actions. I'm going to make him do what I want. I'm going to give this to him. He's going to give this to me regardless. I am this person and he's going to do it. If I pray hard enough, he's going to do it. No. If it's not in his will, he will not bend the knee. We will bend the knee to him before he ever bends the knee to us. And we must understand that. Sorry for it being so long today, but I pray you all have a blessed day. Hope you all take care. Remember that Jesus loves you. And no matter what happens, that uh, he cares for you. And only thing he wants you to do is follow him and submit to him. And remember, he loves you regardless. Have a blessed day.